This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It's Monday and that means it's time to check in with our Zoomer vote in our Zoomer primary. Last week, the numbers confirmed what we were seeing in other polls that voters didn't seem concerned about the Ethics Commissioner's report, which found the Prime Minister in violation of conflict of interest law. It showed the Liberals regaining lost ground and taking the lead. That is still the case, though they are down about a percentage in terms of popular vote, with just over 39% to the Conservatives' 35 Now, other polls show that the two main parties are much tighter in terms of the popular vote, but the Liberals have a lot more seats, at least for now. So we'd like to hear from you. Have you voted in Zoomer vote. Uh, are you going to? And what do you think of these results? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And now here to put all of this and more in perspective, Peter Mugridge, senior editor of Zoomer magazine and David Kravitz, vice president of Zoomer media. And of course, our Demographics guru. <laughs> Guys, you. welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks Thank you very for much. Having us. Okay, so uh, let's go through this week's the newest numbers and, and how you interpret them, starting with David. Well, we see um, really a static situation, minor slippage, well within the margin of error, if there is any slippage for the Liberals, half a point, one point. And we see the same trend that their vote is much more efficient than the Conservatives. Uh, they get more seats out of the same number of votes. Um, there is some uh, interest in the McLean's 338 poll, which shows that more of their um, support, uh, they have less support in safe seats. The Conservatives are, have more seats that are safe. And the Liberals have more that are likely or leaning or swing seats. So my position is, as it was before, we're post-Labor Day now. We have an election in Manitoba this week. We have the first of the debates kicking in. The real action is about to get underway. And now we're going to see swings if there are any to come. Peter, uh a lot of people expected the writ to drop on Sunday. Uh, hurricane mm-hmm. in the Atlantic provinces uh, got in the way of that. Uh, but we still, uh, Jagmeet Singh was going to kick off his campaign there. He postponed that. He did start here in Toronto today. Uh, and the NDP, you know, especially in our Zoomer primary, looked like it was going to be uh, obliterated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're up slightly to three and a half percent. But um, they they have their they have problems getting candidates out. They have problems losing candidates to the Green Party in uh, New Brunswick. Um, I thought uh, Singh's ad in Quebec, where he uh, he actually showed himself boxing. I, I I thought that was a good ad. You know, he he took on the turban issue head on, 
he, you know, he... Uh, he started with the long hair right, and then he, and he wrapped ra- the turban. And he turban. wrapped it up. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought that was a good ad. And, you know, Quebec is such a, a minefield of, of uh, you know, religious symbols and, and that sort of thing. And he's facing it head on. And... Um, you know he's not apologizing for it, so I, I, I thought I thought Jagme did well in in the in the last week. Do you agree? I think I think he's doing well to the extent that he can. Remember, in Quebec, he's trying to defend a blip, uh, a pro NDP blip that isn't the norm anyway. So he's probably got inflated uh, results from the past that can't possibly be sustained. But I do think I share with uh, Peter a concern if I was the NDP, will the Greens stay green uh, or will they in the end say it's so important to uh, get the NDP more seats? And I think that the better the liberals do, the worse it is for the NDP and the better it is for the Greens because then the Green voters are going to say, well, you know, I don't have any reason to pump up the NDP uh, total because Trudeau's doing okay anyway, and presumably for the Greens, Sheer is a bigger enemy than Trudeau. David, in the in the last election and past elections, soft NDP support went liberal. Do you think it yes. will go green this time, or, or is it going to find its home in the Liberal Party again? Well, I, I, I wouldn't say it will go green, except for the fact that I'm seeing strong results for the Greens in the poll. So if you're a, a what, progressive what, on that side— How did the Greens do in the Zoomer vote? They're beating the NDP more than double. Yeah. Okay, because in the eight, other polls, eight, uh, ten point four to I'm sorry, they're they're yes, at about eight percent against three yeah. percent. Uh, they're yeah. almost triple. Okay, well, in other polls, it's interesting. The uh, NDP seem to have come up a bit in yes. the last yeah. week or so, yeah. uh, and uh, the Greens are no longer surpassing them in the other polls. Right. We've looked, you know, we keep looking at these aggregated polls for what it's worth, right. and they say some interesting things. And I remember, David, last week you said, okay, there's 15%. Uh, of about 15% of people who, who always vote NDP and, and, um, no reason to think that they won't again, unless they think the liberals are really in deep trouble. Well, I think this is true, but also from the perspective of the Greens, if I look at uh, McLean's poll, 13 and a half NDP, 10% green, um, if I'm a green voter, why do I want to see the NDP go? I don't need them to go higher because the result is going to be between the liberals and conservatives anyway. I might as well put my stake in there. There's no tactical reason to abandon the Greens. So I think it's going to be very hard right. for him to get more green voters. There would be easier if there was a tilt or balance there to so say we need, desperately need every NDP seat to defeat the evil Guys, if that doesn't apply, it's it's not really a compelling story. And I think the Greens will stay where they are. Okay, (laughs) moving moving right along. So we have uh, the first debate this week. It is put on by City TV and McLean's. And the Prime Minister is not going to participate. We have uh, the other four will be participating. Uh, Maxime Bernier not invited. Uh, And, of course... Uh, the journalists are made a big deal about this, but is it a big deal that the prime minister has only agreed to two, I believe, so far? Yeah. And, and there's another one. There He's sitting is on a, the fence with the TVA debate. Yeah. There is a monk debate yeah. that he is also not going to participate in. Yeah. So is that just 
smart, uh, you know, why should he? And does that mean, you know, what's the debate going to be worth if, you know, you look at the polls? To the extent the the contest is between Andrew Shear and Justin Trudeau, and if one of them isn't there to compare, so what's your take on that? Well, I think at the, there's two arguments in the liberal back room, and we we're not there. So argument number one is I'm very happy to see everything stay the way it is. I'm not going to win a majority. I'm going to have a strong minority. I'm happy to be in a tie with the conservatives or a slight edge or whatever. And if I'm not there, they can't hurt me. So that's what status quo mentally conceding the acceptability of a strong minority government. The opposite is. Uh, and they clearly got outvoted because he's not going to the debate. But the opposite is, no, no, I dare not give him a free evening because who knows what they can say? Who knows what they can mention? I'm going to look like I'm chickening out, and that doesn't seem very prime ministerial. But uh, that would be my feeling, but clearly they know better. <laughs> well, it's also the question, I, I don't know at this stage, how many people are going to be watching that debate. Yeah. But if the prime minister is not in it, I think uh, that would make a lot down. of people yeah. uh, thinking that, you know, they might be better off with a uh, 90-day fiancé or something. Well, it, it, it's that. But remember, you're, the debate's <laughs> going to produce video clips that will be all yeah. over the social media. So you yeah. can be sure the conservative and NDP war rooms will be extracting the yeah. best sound bites and they will be widely... Uh, well, of course, yes. Yeah. But what are, what are the effect of these debates? I mean, they're they're sort of, you know, the the, the leaders get up there and and say their clips, and they're you know they're very stage managed, and then everyone shouts over each other trying to make a point. And in the end, what, like, what do we get out of it? You know, so I I think two debates sometimes is a knockout yeah. punch, usually not, usually not. But I think in American politics, we get a knockout punch because there are just two of them. You know. Whereas with our sort of four, parties, sometimes yeah. five yeah. Uh, debating, it, it's such a, uh, you know, it becomes so messy almost and awkward. And, okay, and, people, uh, we have a few minutes left, not too much in this. We want to hear from you. So what do you think? Has anything in the last week uh, happened to make you change your mind? What are you planning on doing in uh, the real vote and also in the Zoomer vote? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Now, in this... 338 McLean's, they have this really interesting thing where uh, they're talking about safe seats, likely seats, leaning seats, toss-up seats, and and an average of all the projections. So it looks like the, the Liberals have more seats that they may or may not win and more seats that they may or may not lose. Right. It, the Conservatives are in their own in the in the writings which they control, it's it's like bedrock, you know. Like they they can't be uh, they they can't be unseated in those writings. But unfortunately for the conservatives, there's only fifty nine of those, whereas the liberals have a much higher uh, percentage in the likely or leaning category, and that's probably what's going to decide the election. But if I take leaning and toss up and do a little mental gymnastics, yeah, what does it mean that? leaning and toss up? I don't know. Like, but like, don't if, I, if I merge, almost, if yeah. I merge leaning and toss up. Yeah, I leave out likely. I okay. concede likely. If I merge yeah. leaning and toss up to mean it could flip, mm -hmm. the Liberals are defending sixty have sixty three seats 
combined leaning and toss up. Right. And the conservatives have 36. So the liberals are defending 30 more seats that could conceivably flip, almost double the conservatives. So there's a lot more flux on the liberal side. Um, they don't have the liberals don't have as much territory to poach from the conservatives to grow. Right. The conservatives are clearly can grow at the expense of the liberals more than the other way around. Yeah. And opinion. it would be interesting to know. I, I I don't know if the McLeans breaks it down that much, but it, who's in second place in these leaning or toss up ridings? Yes. You know, like if it's if it's are the conservatives in second place or are the NDP in second place? You know, and that and that again, that makes right. a big difference. Okay, let's uh, take a call from John in Peterborough. Hi, John. Hi, how are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. I was just driving along and listening to you, and what hit me mostly was what what your guest said about the way the votes. Where they could have the same amount of votes and they get more seats. This shows you the idiocy of the way we elect people. First past the post is the most idiotic system when you have more than two people running. You know we what? Need to change this so we get the voice of the people because it's the taxpayers, the people. We're the ones pay the bills. Our voice should be heard. You should not have a government like Bob Ray with 37% of a popular vote. We need to change this system where we get the will of the people, the majority of the people. Okay, thanks for that, John. Uh, it's a, a really stupid system compared to the other ones. Is is my take on it. I've I've lived in places with proportional yeah. representation, and there it, there it's really really there's a party list that's ranked. Yeah. And I mean, there are some hybrid systems, but you know, if you think that the central whatever, the, the, the centralized party and the prime minister's office have a lot of control here, well, wait till you see proportional representation. I think that's yeah. true. I know where you're talking about. They've never had a majority government in their history. That's right. Uh, never, <laughs> never have a majority and, and, uh, wild, where, where like in, in, in Israel, Israel yeah. right wing parties holding the balance of power with a very tiny percentage of the vote, mm-hmm. all of all of that stuff, or, or very religious parties imposing things on people. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I know people here, and I understand the frustration when you see so much popular vote that doesn't get you anything, but I haven't seen, and again, I'm, I'm not that familiar with the hybrid systems, but I haven't seen something better. No, a hybrid no. might be might yeah. be interesting, but he's right that that you know uh, liberals uh, could win a seat by 10 votes, the conservatives could win a seat by 5000 votes and it's one seat to one seat. And well, exactly. The popular yeah. vote was way out of line. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and that happened in Quebec last election too where the liberals won what they 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 sort of owned Quebec with with barely yeah thirty five percent of the vote you know yeah and well multiply that though take that and multiply it by uh, the geographic problem where the liberals in the days of Justin Trudeau's father they didn't win a seat west of Toronto no. Airport from Toronto Airport <laughs> yeah. to the Pacific Ocean <laughs> yeah. was all conservatives and it wasn't enough to offset. Uh, Quebec and Ontario. Right. Well, the election yeah. was over when the polls right. closed in Ontario. And also take the fact that that one riding elects the prime minister and, and way more people vote for the mayor of Toronto. Yep. Mm. Yeah, true. And uh, mm. who's senior and who's junior there? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, exactly. we we are beginning to run out of time. Uh, what are we looking for this week uh, until we meet again? 
Well, in the immortal words of Harold Macmillan, once Prime Minister of England, uh, when asked what drives everything, he said, events, dear boy, events. <laughs> so I'm going to quote him and say, we've got the Manitoba election. We've got what if the teachers go on strike in Ontario? Uh, they're playing that card against Doug Ford now to get him to soften up because he knows that a strike would hurt him. And thus, Andrew Shear might be phoning Doug Ford saying, you better give the teachers what they want. There's lots of stuff in or it play. Could help them. Alternatively, it could help them. Or it right? could help yeah. them. But there's yeah. a lot of things that are in play. I think we need to see these things. We will We'll get a result of that McLean's uh, debate. We will see whether it mattered that Trudeau showed up. We're going to have didn't a lot. Show up. Didn't, didn't show up. Didn't show up. Uh, we're going to have a lot more to work with, and I think that's where you're going to start to see these numbers move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are are, are the leaders going to hammer Trudeau when he's not there? Or like, it, like it, it could I, be. I would hope so. It could be just like a you know the hammer. They they all gang up on him and and just you know, make mincemeat of him without him being there to defend himself. You, you can know? count on it. Yeah. <laughs> you can count on it. <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, so much for the Zoomer vote this week. Oh, let me hold up a uh, copy of the magazine. Uh, this is the magazine that is uh, where you'll find all the information about the Zoomer vote and the Zoomer primary. And uh, all you have to do is go to zoomervote.ca to make your voice heard. Meantime, thank you so much, David you, Kravitz and Peter Mugridge. Thank you, Libby. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.